0: In today's show, we've got a very important statement from Disney. Summer shines brighter at Disneyland Resort with the return of a very special parade. Uh, A new menu has been released for the Circle of Flavors, the Harambe Nights events at Animal Kingdom, meetups, trivia, and so much more, all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast! <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight, T? Good. Good, good, good. For those of you who are wondering, I'm actually in Atlanta tonight visiting family, but I couldn't go away without doing the Disney Parks podcast with my good buddy, Tony. Mm. Tony, Casanova of the internets. Uh, what, so, got yeah. got notes on your hand? I do, I keep forgetting who you are, so to, no, I'm kidding. Uh so Yeah, so I, I'm i up here tonight, and uh, yep. uh, drove up last night, had a great night last night, we had uh, the Voices of Life, our good friend Derek Johnson uh, led his community choir, uh, Sid, my lovely wife, is a part of that, they did great, big patriotic Americana concert, and we drove straight up here, uh, I've only seen the back of my eyelids a little bit, so...
1: All right, sounds like fun. It's all good. <laughs> um,
0: what uh, What was your Disney weekend like this weekend? Did you do any fun Disney stuff this weekend?
1: Uh, I was in the parks actually twice. I was in uh, the studios with friends, Gary and uh, Sherry. Uh, we had fun in the studios. We avoided the downpour of rain, we got smart. I love that uh, I have an app called Dark Sky that, you know, sends. A notification: Hey, rain's gonna begin in ten minutes. You know, based on my geo location, and it is dead on accurate. So we ducked into the Little Mermaid show, and then uh, it was still raining, so we scooted into Launch Bay, uh, and that's probably where I saw pictures of you know us with Chewie and R2, and had my great meet with Kylo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that character meet greet just cracks me up. <laughs> He's the worst. <laughs> It's like, he's like right in your grill. I'm like, like, dude, come on. (laughs) You're just a dude playing a dude dressed up like another dude. Talking like a radio, a fuzzy radio. (laughs) Isn't all that stuff pre-recorded? Yeah, it's pre-recorded stuff. Uh, So we did that, and then we were able to get out before the day. We were going to go to Fantasmic, but then it started drizzling. We got another warning, and uh, we just left. And then the following day, I went to uh, the Tragic Kingdom and uh with uh bill in the morning and then uh other friends at night uh and i did that super zoom uh shot which you may have seen on my facebook
0: yeah that's crazy tell tell us about that because i'm starting to see more and more of those
1: yeah so uh this is uh the garden area on the right hand side by tomorrowland terrace it is mm-hmm. literally a little taped area where you you stand there's a photo pass guy and up on where the Plaza Ice Cream is, just down a little bit, actually, <laughs> uh, above Walt's window. It, not, not everybody knows, but there's another window for Walt Disney that faces Cinderella's Castle. Anyway, up above there, there's two cameras: one that shoots the thing, and then one that does. Right. And uh, we were asking, uh, you know, how, wh- why, why, how, how, why we. <laughs> and uh, apparently, apparently, it's something that NASA had created i i don't know for what purpose but nasa had created and now disney is using it to get photopass pictures (laughs) so you stand in the box and the guy uh, hits a thing on his ipad and he says all right go ahead you ready and boom and then it winds up in your photopass thing wow Yeah. And it's funny because you see Diane and Brian just past the the lamppost where there's another taped off area where people have to wait so they're not right. standing like right behind you, right? Uh, and it, the the photo pass guy kind of waits for traffic to kind of, you know, get out from behind you, so before he hits the button so that it's kind of a clean shot. Uh, but it's funny.
0: It's funny to watch. Um, it's it's also fascinating because you you can see. From that distance, yeah. there's cameras that can zoom in that close. Yeah. So, so the security yeah.
1: that's that is a little behind uh-huh. the scenes of uh-huh. the security uh-huh. that Disney's got happening there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And if you really pay attention, there are cameras on all of that that public area there the, on all the light yeah. posts. Yeah. Uh, there's the, there's uh, RF things for your magic bands. There's, there's a whole bunch of stuff on all those light posts that really mm-hmm. nobody uh, pays attention to.
0: Yeah, there's cameras on the turrets oh, God, and yeah. all the little fluoresce things that comes off the castle. Yeah. I've Express. also
1: noticed on World Drive, uh, on the light posts, they've added, uh, it, it seems like, more uh, new uh, video cameras, uh, mm. probably to monitor traffic back in this, uh security yep. center. So.
0: I came to a horrible realization the other day. I was driving down World Drive, and I realized that I hadn't seen the Tower of Terror, oh, and I hadn't seen the uh, Mission Space mm. uh, advertisement. And yeah. I was like, "Wait, they take this out? Yeah, they gone. Yeah, they gone. Yeah." yeah. So that's crazy. So. Here today, gone tomorrow. Hey, Park Upper City, everybody. <laughs> so. Hi, Tony. Hello. Uh,
1: uh, are you guys heading out? No. Oh. Oh. we were actually downstairs watching you guys oh great okay, there terrific. you go awesome <laughs> uh and then I went over uh to uh the Fort Wilderness Cabins friend of mine had a cabin for the weekend and uh hung out there for a little bit and did Trails End and yada yada so it was pretty good <laughs> nice all around nice. entertaining uh Disney week
0: yep well I told you my Disney this weekend hanging yeah. out with yeah. uh Derek Johnson yeah. and his lovely wife right um plus I got to uh to hear um we're going to have a guy uh his name is Kevin mm. he's he's a former voice of liberty he's a former dapper dan Ooh. he's also one of the many voices of the magic kingdom Ooh. so we're going to have him on the show uh soon uh to hear his story mm. he is uh he's amazing so do you he's, think the uh,
1: dapper dan sing live or is that tape yeah yeah guys are great lip seekers
0: uh so yeah so we're gonna have him on the show there's uh there's a little bit of that so as long as you fit in uh, the
1: suit you can do that job that's
0: right yeah he was a uh, cadaver dan too ooh. that was another thing that he did um
1: that's a lot of extra work makeup a and little bit custom-made. of extra stuff yeah. yeah absolutely and, all right so to uh, look dead
0: yeah Well, just don't sleep a lot. I feel that right now. Uh, Anything else you want to get into before we get into it? No. Well, there's nothing else we can do but get into the the news. news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Yeah, before we get into that, I want to make sure that we uh, tell you guys about our sponsor, which is uh, Destinations to Travel, whether you're planning a vacation for your entire family or romantic getaway, uh, you want to take a cruise, you want to take a European adventure, or maybe you just want to visit all the Disney parks around the world, our friends at Destinations to Travel are the premier travel planners that you want to get in contact with. Uh, I know a lot of people do a lot of their own planning, but the thing is, when you do that uh, and you get on site, if there's a problem, it's your problem. You are uh, You're on your own. You own it. They own it. So I, I always encourage people to go and talk to uh, our travel planner because it's better to have them available to you than not have them at all. So it doesn't cost you anything extra, mm-hmm. uh, and they can actually find ways to save you time, money, uh, frustration, all that stuff. So go check them out. Uh, how you get in touch with them, you go to DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two, travel. That's DisneyParksPodcast.com. The letter D, the number two, travel, fill out the little online form and someone from Destinations of Travel will get in touch with you as soon as possible. Uh, So if you've been online for the last few days, Mm. there's there's been a big story of certain websites that are putting a lot of fake Disney news out there Mm -hmm. and Disney is now having to again squash a rumor. Right. So this is a statement that came from Disney. Uh, Thanks for bearing uh, with us this week. With all the news uh, that's been shared, they forgot to mention our friends over the Country Bears. Uh, Disney Imagineers are always looking at ways to bring more magic to their guests through experiences and stories that they know. But contrary to rumors, hear me kids, Mm -hmm. Country Bear Jamboree is not going into hibernation anytime soon. In fact... Disney is looking forward to celebrating the 50th anniversary on October 1st, 2021 at Walt Disney Resort with Henry, the Five Bear Rugs, and all the rest of the Country Bear gang. Until then, and I'm quoting, we hope that you'll be coming back again, that you'll drop in and see us now and then. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: I find this interesting that these uh, blogs and websites are putting out all this uh, stuff. Uh, let's call it clickbait, uh, just to get you to click on their, you know, Facebook or Instagram to, uh, you know, just for their profit and gain. Let's say.
0: Well, <laughs> you know, it's it's sad that you look at the state of current news sources today mm-hmm. with all the crazy stuff about the uh, the election and President Trump and. All the, the nutty fake news that's going on there. And, and you hate that it's now starting to seep into the Disney community. Yep. Now, here's the thing. We are not above having rumor shows. We do rumor roundups yeah. here a lot. But we tell but, you, it's a rumor. we tell you, <laughs> it's a rumor. Yeah. In fact, we have a rumor alert. Right, Tony? Right. <laughs> so we always tell you with rumors to take it with a grain of salt. But when a major website mm-hmm. starts promoting promoting news stories as if they're fact, yeah. therein lies the problem. Yep. Now, having said that, mm-hmm. is it within the realm of possibility that somebody leaked something out to the wrong person and it got put out there and now Disney's having to backtrack?
1: Could be. Could be. Yeah, they might have, uh, you know, because I... I do believe that Disney does that. They'll leak things to, uh, certain bloggers and websites, uh, right. to get the, um,
0: the, the, this, the, this test. Yeah. Figure in the air yeah. to test the, it, test it, the breeze. Is this
1: important or not important or people right. paying attention or not paying attention to this.
0: Yeah. Uh, is this, is this something important that yeah. people will fl- flip out over yeah. or yeah. not? Yeah. You know? so Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So, so I, I, I think it's interesting. Yeah. It's also a very important lesson for podcasters and bloggers, especially mm-hmm. in the Disney community. Mm-hmm. People are listening. People yeah. are watching. And yeah. you can
1: only get away with so much. That's correct. That is absolutely correct. <laughs> All right. So uh, next, uh, Disneyland is getting my favorite parade back. Uh, the Main Street Electrical Parade is going back uh, to Disneyland. Uh, if you don't think the Summer Disneyland Resort could get any better, You may want to sit down for this. The all-time fan favorite, a spectacular festival pageant of nighttime magic and imagination is coming back to Disneyland Park for a limited time engagement. I love when they say that. Oh, yeah. It was limited time here. It lasted about 10 years. Yeah. Uh, That's right. The Main Street Electrical Parade, along with the half a million sparkling lights and electro-syntho-magic Magnetic musical sounds will once again create magical summer memories for guests of all ages. The limited time encore engagement is set to begin on August 2nd with nightly performances all the way through September 30th. Why so late? Why not July to September? Anyway, uh, <laughs> Disneyland Resort is the destination to visit the summer, explore new adventures along Pixar Pier, enjoy spectacular entertainment like Tales of the Lion King and this is california venture, admire the beautiful refurbishment of sleeping beauty's castle and experience a whole new land star wars galaxy age yay Man. so um
0: this is this is interesting i i love that they're bringing main street electrical parade back yeah. But is it too much to ask for them to send the nighttime parade over to us?
1: How about uh, if you're going to do that, can we get paint the night for the summer?
0: Yeah, could we? No, they already shipped that to – didn't they ship that to Shanghai? Yeah, I think so. Oh, you know. Somewhere. I get it. I get it, you know. Mm. I don't
1: think we're going to get anything. I think everything's dead until the 50th. I think we're just going to have to – Sit yeah. and wait and bite our tongue, you know, for two more years. Blah, 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 blah. I think
0: that uh, des- uh that D twenty three, that announcement is going to be huge, oh. and, and 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 it'll be something to the tune of, the Magic Kingdom is one of our greatest parks, mm-hmm. and for the longest time it hasn't had a nighttime parade. Yeah. So
1: we're gonna blow your socks in twenty
0: twenty one, and then at that point everybody in the arena will yeah explode blow the roof off the joint. Yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to that, and I hope that they do something really great. Uh, I love the uh, the current 3 o'clock parade.
1: Right. Uh,
0: the Festival of Fantasy parade is awesome. Yeah. I love it, even mm-hmm. though it set the place on fire with the dragon. Yeah. Um, that was a great parade. Mm-hmm. They should they should keep up that and, and do something great here at the Magic Kingdom. We need something.
1: Yeah, and I don't think they're going to tell us everything that's going to come out for the 50th, but I think they're going to tease us enough where we're going to go, what? Yeah. You know. So, it'll be interesting. Yep. All right. Hey, last week we had a trivia question. And what is, uh, the question was, who is Jesse's? And uh, Jesse, as in Pixar, Jesse, first owner. And the correct answer is Emily. And the winner is Richard. Nice. So, uh, Richard, uh, I sent you an email. Got to send an address so I can send you the prize. Nice. Otherwise, it can't be in the mail. (laughs) That is true. Uh, since Lion King is coming up, we're shifting gears to Lion King trivia, John. How, mm. how good is your Lion King trivia? Uh, it's not bad. Okay. It's not great either, but it's not bad. All right. Here, okay, I, hit me with it. I thought this was a tough one. I did not it's, know the answer immediately. Okay, what do you got? Hit me with it. What is Simba's mother's name? Ethel. Very close. It's not right? <laughs> no.
0: It's not Ethel? No. Myrtle? No. Marge? No.
1: You won't guess oh. it. Uh if you think you know the answer, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail dot com. All right, hey, we got a little PSA announcement here. Uh when is that show going out for Trish? Uh
0: that will next be week? uh that will be a week from next Monday. So that'll be July fifteenth.
1: Okay. Uh, we have an interview with uh, one of the authors that's been on the show before, Trish uh, Dobb. Uh, and she's got a special offer for the Disney Park podcast listeners. So before you listen to that, we'll tell you about the special offer. Uh, you can get uh, uh, any of her books uh, for $12.50 or you can get uh, two of them for $25. You just need to order them directly through Trish. And you can find her on Insta or Facebook or uh, email uh, her, or email us, and we'll pass it on to uh, Trish. Uh, and she's got a bunch of books. It's not like she only has one; or, I think she's got like four now. Something yeah, like that. she's got great books. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you can go check that out.
0: We also want to encourage you to visit Patreon dot com slash Disney Parks Podcast. We just got done recording two. Special shows. You can't hear them anywhere else except on Patreon. You have to be a Patreon starting at the $5 level that gives you access to all of our live content. It's free. Uh, f- well, it's not free. Sorry. It's just for our Patreons. My brain is not doing well tonight. that's uh, only available to our Patreons at the $5 level. Uh, it's two great shows, the Extra Magic Hour Show and the Extra
1: hey.
0: Extra Magic Hour Show. It's all the stuff that you... That's right. It's all the stuff that you love about Disney Parks Podcast. Tony and I usually just talking about disney for a half hour it's a lot of fun and we want you to be a part of it so visit patreon.com slash Parks podcast uh and start off at the five dollar level if you want to give more that's great we appreciate that all of those funds go to helping us uh plus up the show get better we're utilizing a new piece of equipment tonight uh that's pretty amazing it's allowing us to do our show normally like we would with me being in atlanta and tony's still back in orlando so uh, there's not a lot of um we're not missing a lot tonight, yeah. so uh, which is really, really great. So check that out, uh, patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. So uh, we've got a, a special party happening over at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, buddy. D- uh, now we've got details, and the menu has been released for the Circle of Flavors Uh, At Harambe Nights, uh, which is an event in the Animal Kingdom, Walt Disney World announced a new progressive dining experience coming to Disney's Animal Kingdom. And I love progressive dinners. I love the idea behind it. Hmm. Um, I don't necessarily know if this is super progressive considering you never leave Africa. Right. Um, But I get the idea behind it, and I think it's great. Uh, So now, with a circle of flavors, Harambe at Night, set to begin in less than a month, we have more information about the Lion King-themed event which will include fun activities, live music, and, of course, food. Guests will enjoy a welcome reception at the train station in Harambe and then receive their boarding pass and travel by train to Rafiki's Planet Watch. The reception menu includes meat pies, Durban chips and dips, and hand-selected meats and cheeses, plus ham bellini. A beverage featuring sparkling South African wine and a mixture of fruit juices. Kids can snack on cheese, fruit, and tufa, uh, which are chocolate caramel-dipped green apples, which I'd like some of that. That'd be good. Uh, Once at Rafiki's Planet Watch, guests will try out the Kilimanjaro Safari Virtual Reality Experience. Uh, That gives guests a 360-degree look at the sights and sounds of the safari, including the African lions. Guests can also uh, visit with Timon and Rafiki. Uh, More refreshments are available at Rafiki's Planet Watch, including uh, spiced crisp plantains, South African oat and coconut bars, and sundowner safari mix with spiced nuts and dried fruit. Kids can enjoy a seasonal fruit or trail mix bites with granola, chocolate, uh, chocolate chips, raisins, and honey. Hmm. Adults can also enjoy a specialty beverage of chefs' no chiefs' chiefs' shandy, Tusker beer blended with lemonade, uh, commonly referred to as a shandy. A shandy. Uh, and Juanjo's Dawa, a blend of tequila, pineapple, mango, and ancho chili. Woo! I'll leave a little burn to it. The night continues as guests reboard the train and head back to Harambi Market for dinner and more entertainment. Look for African musicians, dancing, storytelling, plus a menu inspired by the five featured African animals. The African Station, which is charred grilled steak with herb infused malay, chakalaka, uh, chakalaka, chakra right. Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, let me limit. i sorry. Shakalaka and a red wine sauce. Chicken with fingerling potatoes, cool sla, and a mango a sambal. And kids get chicken tenders.
1: Nice.
0: Uh, the Cape Buffalo Station features shrimp curry and sustainable shrimp with Cape Malay green coconut curry and fragrant basmati rice. Grilled sweet corn with farmer's cheese, chili lime spice, and citrus aioli. Kids get barbecued ribs and macaroni and cheese. Why do I want the kids' menu? I don't know. I want the other menu, but I really want the kids' menu. <laughs> the Rhinoceros Station features vegetable curry with roasted seasonal vegetables served over basmati rice, vegetarian potato and peas, samosa, uh, pickled vegetables, and tamarind dipping sauce. Kids get bar- uh, barbecued ribs and macaroni and cheese. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, the Elephant Station features smoked honey-glazed pork belly and white bean puree caramelized apple, bacon, chutney, and curry apple uh, gastric. <laughs> the leopard station features sustainable fish with coriander, fennel, slaw, and uh, Danaya chutney, grilled lamb, and goat cheese polenta. Oh, my gosh. Goat cheese polenta. Ooh. And roasted garlic sauce. Kids get mini corn dogs. Oh, nice. They get the good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> they always get the good stuff. The Harambe Market Courtyard Station uh, is featuring petite greens, local tomatoes, cucumbers, sweet drop peppers, citrus, and citrus vinaigrette, uh, a boiri roll with uh, South African farmer style sausage, uh, pepidus, and pickled vegetables, African spiced popcorn. Nice. And finally, you get to the dessert station, which is Honey Caramel Candy Bar with crispy pearls, animal-inspired cupcakes, lions, s'mores, pop with chocolate and graham cracker crumbs. At each station, guests will learn more about the Big Five Animals Plus kids can create their own bracelet and or necklace. Nice. I'm sure my lovely wife will be wanting to make her own bracelet and necklace necklace as well.
1: And they'll go, no, that's only for the kids.
0: Well, she's so teeny tiny, so then it'll fit, so... She's just a big kid at heart. What's wrong with that?
1: Yeah. Uh, so Disney's starting to roll out some food and wine news. Yay. Yay. Because August is almost here. <laughs> uh, bookings are now open for a new tailgate tasting hosted by ESPN's Monday Night Football. Uh Football nice. fans who enjoy a good tailgate party might be glad to know that they will be able <laughs> to combine their love of the game with some very... Newly added fun this year at Epcot's International Food and Wine Festival. Yeah, buddy. The best part? No grills or a picnic basket is required. Just your wallet. Huh. That's right. <laughs> Bookings are now open for the brand new Tailgate Tasting hosted by ESPN's Monday Night Football. This new experience is available every Sunday beginning September eighth, going through November seventeenth. Uh and I didn't I didn't bother doing it but they have a uh each game they have the matchup you know denver against blah, blah 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 uh and then the food will be themed to that you know matchup you know the two cities obviously well
0: cincinnati will be like uh you know chili yeah with pasta that'd be nice right right uh the <laughs> i 44- wonder what cleveland will have
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Uh, the 45-minute program will pair a gridiron grub with a beverage tasting. They'll be inspired by the city's pro teams playing each Monday night. The event will take place in the World Showplace Events Pavilion, located between the United Kingdom and Canada. The cost is only $19 per person. $19 per person. What? You heard me. Oh, my God. $19 bucks for 45 minutes week. of food. Yep uh epcot admission is required but not included in the price now i'm not surprised I, 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 what threw me off was if you're calling it a tailgate right why don't you put up some big screens and some seats and and show the game right or or
0: better yet why are you calling it monday night football and it happened it's happening on sunday, sunday, sunday night
1: yeah you know, crazy. do it actually on monday night throw up the screen. Serve the food. If you charge $45, 50 $60, dollars, people would have came anyway. I, yeah. I think they missed the boat on this. Well, if I were staying
0: at the resort, that would be one thing. I could go tailgate and then walk back to my resort mm-hmm. and then watch the game at home and order a pizza and have a great time.
1: They could have set up, like, couches or whatever and that area. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, that would have been a, great. A, a cash bar beer station.
0: Well, you know, and then Disney would say something like, well, you know, we can't show the games because of a... Yeah, no, no, no. You own... They show a- them
1: in the ESPN. What's you, the, you, what would be the difference? You
0: own ESPN. I think that you could do the games. Yeah,
1: Maybe because if they show it and then charge you, that's yeah. something different.
0: Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Okay, so... uh you can now experience a scary Halloween at Disneyland Paris from the 28th of September to the 3rd of November. And I want to put out a personal note here. Oh boy. Uh, Paris is not America. (laughs) There's probably a little bit of really scary stuff out there. It's not necessarily all family friendly. Paris is crazy. I could tell you the stuff that's happens in their version of the Haunted Mansion that will, Freak you out. Uh, This Halloween season at Disneyland Paris will give guests plenty of fright and laughter as they enjoy the unique atmosphere at Disneyland Paris with a new show and updated attractions. Mm -hmm. Uh, Disney villains also have a few surprises in store for guests in the Halloween season. And this year they will be joined in a new show by Ursula, the devilish sea witch. Mickey and friends will be there too. There's a hint of evil about them too for guests who dare to brave them once wow i guess mickey and minnie and all their friends taken over by the devil yeah uh celebrate halloween with mickey and friends mickey and minnie will be up to their mischievous tricks at disneyland paris taking part in the mickey's halloween party cavalcade with donald his nephew seaweed dewey and louie daisy and the three little pigs and many more of your favorite characters are the three little pigs a favorite character i mean uh, not mine re- guests can see the mickey's illusion manor again plus uh, melanie ravenswood in her wedding dress and the zombies from the phantom manor Uh, Maleficent will take possession of the sleeping beauty castle courtyard inviting the bravest guests for terrifying meet and greet her dragon-like wall of thorns will reach as far as the sleeping beauty castle theater lots of disney characters will be wearing their best halloween costumes to pose for photos with guests Uh, Who can meet Minnie, Stitch, and Max, Goofy's son, in their new costumes and the Cheshire Cat from Alice in Wonderland. Guests who like a little bit of fright can put their courage to the test at Phantom Manor. The iconic attraction at Disneyland Paris, which has reopened after the biggest renovation project in its history. Hmm. There's plenty of surprises in store for guests at this mysterious and fascinating tour. Watch out for ghosts and spirits at every turn. Fans and thrills. Fans of thrills and spills will enjoy the new version of the Tower of Terror. Uh, well, that's just interesting. Uh, the top attraction at Walt Disney Studios and a scene of breathtaking drama. Uh, immersive sets for that spooky Halloween feeling mean the spirit of Halloween will take hold of Disneyland Paris from Main Street USA to Sleeping Beauty Castle. Pumpkins and ghosts will be floating around to amuse guests in a wickedly colorful atmosphere to suit the occasion. Hmm. That's pretty cool.
1: Sounds like Paris is getting their Halloween on.
0: Yeah, man. You know, Disney took it over, and Disneyland Paris is like, all right, fine, we'll play it your way.
1: Yeah. All right, fine, we'll do Halloween.
0: I want to go. I want to go see it. We should go. Road
1: trip. Road trip. (laughs) All right, hey, uh, we're having a meet-up uh, July 20th, 2 p.m. at Sassagula Floatworks, Uh. Please come out and join us for free beignets. This is over at Port Orleans on the French side. Uh, We'll have a a lot of fun doing that. And then on August 17th at 10 a.m., we're going to breakfast with Goofy and his pals over at Rovello over at the Four Seasons. Uh, If you do want to join us, you please have to contact us. Uh, We have a reservation, but we need to make sure that we have enough space for everybody. So please contact us via email. Facebook, Twitter, however you want to do it, uh, you know we'll figure it out. Uh, don't forget to go listen to the show now on Spotify or your Amazon Echo, your Google device, or whatever. Just say, "Hey Alexa, play the Disney Parks Podcast," and like magic, we appear. All right. Uh, don't forget, go check out our store, DisneyParksPodcast uh, dot com forward slash shop. We have some goodies over there. And please rate us, review us, and share us wherever you watch or listen to the show. All right, hey, uh, Disney uh, D23 made another announcement. They're starting to uh, open the floodgates of news uh, for the Expo Mm -hmm. coming up. Uh, We're going to try and have on uh, somebody from the Expo to talk about it. We're working on that. Uh, D23 announced that uh, the Disney on Broadway will continue its 25th anniversary celebration with a special concert during the Expo, plus even more fun on the Expo floor. (coughs) And we had on the dude that created this, uh, Ron Logan. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't, go back and listen to that show uh, with Ron Logan, who was the Vice President of Entertainment uh, for I don't even know how long, 25, 30 years or whatever. Been a long time. Yeah. Uh, Disney on Broadway, uh, 25th anniversary celebration will take place Saturday, August 24th at 3.30 p.m. in Hall D23. The 75-minute concert is being hosted by Gavin Lee, who did Mary Poppins and Beauty and the Beast, and will feature several Broadway veterans, including, I think, one of the best, Yeah. Ashley Brown. Uh, Absolutely. She was the original Mary Poppins. Uh, She was in Beauty and the Beast and also another show called On the Record. Uh, Kissy Simmons uh, from The Lion King. Phenomenal. Yep, Josh Strickland, also very good. Uh did Tarzan, uh Alton uh Fitzgerald Brown who did The Lion King, and Heidi Beckenstaff who did Freaky Friday and The Little Mermaid. And I did not know there was a Freaky Friday Broadway show. Did yeah. I miss that somewhere? Did I not get <laughs> I the <don't>, memo?
0: <laughs> I don't know if you missed it, but they were doing music of it. Like I think Ashley Brown wound up doing one. Really? Interesting. (laughs) I think so. Uh,
1: The talented cast, listed as as we just mentioned, accompanied by a six-piece band, will perform songs from Beauty and the Beast, The Lion King, Aida, Tarzan, Mary Poppins, The Little Mermaid, Newsies, Aladdin, Freaky Friday, and Frozen. So there's a little bit of everything for everybody. I wonder if this is the same
0: band that accompanied them when they were doing this at Epcot.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. We'll have to find out. Uh, In addition to the concert, fans will be able to experience Disney on Broadway on the D23 Expo floor with new virtual reality experience. The VR Theater. Are Are you starting to see a theme here? Yes. The VR Theater will put you in the middle of the production numbers from Aladdin, Frozen, and The Lion King. Uh, the D23 Expo is held at the Anaheim Convention Center on August 23rd through August 25th, and I believe now two of the days are sold out. I right. think only Sunday is left. So, right. Uh, good luck well, with that.
0: Yep. Yeah, have fun with that, kids. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. They're doing a lot of VR stuff now. They're starting to, you know, weave that into yeah their repertoire of uh, goodies.
0: And for Disney to be able to do this, like at the Animal Kingdom, mm. <laughs> yeah. I. I would like to see that. I'm, I, I know we're going to be going to that Harami nights because that's something that my wife would really mm. be interested in. So I want to definitely take part in that yeah. VR experience. And now they're doing it with Broadway. Mm. <laughs> Dude, That yeah. if they get to the point in technology where they can actually sell
1: mm.
0: a VR experience, uh, imagine, if you will, kids, Disney being able to say, guys, for $199, a one-time mm. purchase, you can own... Uh, a whatever disc whatever that you plug into a player and you can experience the entire production of Disney's Lion King on Broadway
1: Better yet the... what if they had like a one-time fee where you can experience the Broadway show without leaving your living room Oh yeah either way with your yeah. VR goggles you know go to yeah. www.disneybroadwayvrexperience.com Right, you go get that uh, Google address now yeah yeah <laughs> we put
0: uh, you we we put you in the best seat of the house, yeah, yeah. from the best seat in your house, yeah, there's your tagline,
1: right, right,
0: wow, or even
1: th- th- you can say all right, i wanna sit in the i wanna sit in the seat and see it, or i wanna stand behind the cast and see it,
0: yeah, that might be a little bit more difficult, but yeah, yeah, you know? I totally get that yeah, uh. Know. Great ideas, Disney. Just yeah. waiting for you to pluck them out of the thin yeah. air.
1: Let me go to uh, GoDaddy and get that.
0: <laughs> in a new story that made Tony giddy like a little schoolgirl, mm-hmm. uh, Bippity Boppity Boutique at Disney's Grand Floridian uh, is going to be opening on August 6th. But reservations are now available. Right. Uh, back in February, we talked about the Bippity Boppity Boutique adding a third location at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa at Disney, <laughs> and they just announced that the new location will open stores on August sixth. Uh children ages three through twelve. Oh, sorry, T. Um,
1: that's right.
0: Children ages three through twelve can transform into an elegant princess or a gallant knight at this magical salon. Fairy godmothers in training assist with a variety of makeovers that are available and can include hairstyling, nail polish, accessories, gowns, and more, depending Ooh. on the package. Uh, you choose a new carriage package will be introduced at all three boutiques at Walt Disney World Resort and will include a themed (laughs) t-shirt additionally four new hairstyles with customizable options and an expanded assortment of Bippity Boppity boutique inspired products Quit with that hair. Uh, including a spirit jersey available in adult and youth sizes. Now, why are they doing an adult spirit jersey when you have to be a kid? I don't know.
1: Because they yeah. can.
0: Yeah. Uh, mini ear headbands, magic bands, and other accessories will be available and can be purchased separately. Mm. Reservations are, and I can't use this word firmly enough, strongly advised. Yeah. But they can be made up to one hundred and eighty days in advance and can be booked through the online reservation system at DisneyWorld.com or by calling four zero seven W D W style. That's four zero seven W D W S T Y L E. For those of you Why? who can't see Why? Because style. they love you.
1: M O U S E M O U S Hairspray. Intoxicating.
0: I, I told you about the time I threatened the Bippity Boppity Boutique fairy godmother training, didn't I? No. When we first started coming to Disney, we would we would hang out inside the castle at the uh, and just look at, at the, the uh, artwork. Yeah. No, just at the artwork on the walls, and it always brought us to the Bippity Boppity Boutique. Right. And I never, I didn't know what it was when we first started coming, so I ducked my head in. Mm. And I was like, "Can I? Can I step in?" She's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, what is this? And she's like, well, it's called Bippity Boppity Boutique. And I'm like, oh, so so kids could be made up as, as princesses mm-hmm. and stuff. She's like, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And she was a great cast member. And we started kind of, you know, uh, needling each other with Man. barbs and comments and Man. stuff. <laughs> and she said something that I thought was hilarious. and I said, hey, you, ca- you be careful. I'll light a match and I'll take this whole castle up like a rocket ship. And she was like, oh, don't do that. That... That's, that's <laughs> terrible. That's so terrible, and it's so true. It would totally happen. There's so much hairspray in this room. The whole place would be like,
1: <clears throat> Oh, the humanity!
0: A <laughs> <laughs> like, whole castle goes up like the Hindenburg.
1: A man arrested <laughs> for lighting uh, Cinderella's castle on fire. Yeah. <laughs> news at 11. Yeah. Uh, gosh. I'm not All sure right. how I feel about this next uh, news story.
0: I'm excited by it. I, yeah. There's nothing bad about this new story.
1: Because right. uh, I like going uh, here. Uh, the Liberty Inn at uh, Epcot is closing July 8th for a new smokehouse opening later this year. You know, Bob and his 15 new things coming to Park uh, Yeah, buddy. A yeah, <laughs> uh, new fast, casual barbecue restaurant featuring craft and Brews on tap. Now, that's the good part. It's set to make its debut at the American Adventure Pavilion. In Epcot later this year, the Regal Eagle Smokehouse, yay, they should have say, named it Sam's. You know, yeah, Sam, Sam the Eagle. a tribute
0: to all the countries in the world, but mostly, mostly America. America. <laughs>
1: That's right. That's what they should have named it. The Regal Eagle Smokehouse, craft beers and barbecue, which is right off the tongue dizzy. Uh, mm-hmm. will be taking the place of the Liberty Inn, which is closing July 8th. The new restaurant will be a modern barbecue smokehouse. None of this old school wood. uh, With all the accompanying sights, sounds, and smells, and flavors you love, including a large smoker preparing fine food every day right on the pavilion's promenade. Oh, now that's going to be good, like a little show kitchen kind of thing.
0: Yeah. That'll be
1: interesting. Uh, You'll get the smell of wood, and you'll go, oh, where do I get that barbecue? Uh, they'll also uh, be redesigning the patio for your enjoyment. Uh, stay tuned for more details coming on the eateries soon.
0: Uh, so why does this bother you?
1: I do like to go there because uh, it is indoors, air conditioned, I can get a burger, get in, get out, uh, especially if I'm going to see a show, you know, and I don't want to, you know, because all the other countries, it's sit down, you know, this is quick and easy, you know.
0: So I don't think any of that's gonna change except maybe the burger part. Mm. I think everything's gonna stay roughly the same except you're gonna you're just gonna not get a burger. But they probably it mm. might have a burger there. Yeah. <clears throat> I think this is good. My question is, <clears throat> what's gonna happen now during Food and Wine Festival? Because they always have a big smoker there and it's yeah. always barbecue. Yeah. What are they gonna put there now? I mean, is, is this going to be like. think they'll the, find
1: something to put there.
0: I know, I know they will. Is this going to be like the lobster roll and the lobster this, and we're going to put the southern, you know, Jimmy cakes and all that good stuff? What, you know, uh, we're going to delve away from the barbecue during the food and wine do I think justice. they're short
1: of ideas on food and wine. I think I'm that's sure they where are. they excel. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, there you go. Yeah. Uh, okay, next up Disneyland annual pass holders can buy discounted bring a friend ticket mm-hmm. this summer.
1: Yep.
0: And apparently Disneyland's having a little problem with uh, people yeah. attending.
1: You should bring outdoor. all your friends to Disney.
0: Yeah, this bring summer. a busload of friends, yeah. please. Yeah, uh, The Disneyland Resort is offering its annual pass orders a chance to bring a friend to the parks to check out all the excitement that this summer has to offer, all at a significant discount. Uh, now through August 30th, pass orders can purchase up, purchase... A one-day park hopper for a friend at the low, low price of just $99 each. I think it's up to a certain amount. Yeah, I think, I think six people. To, it's up to six, yeah. Uh, there's a limit. Oh, wait. There's a limit of three tickets per day, and the pass order must be present during the first trip through the turnstiles. Tickets are only valid the day of purchase.
1: Right.
0: So regular this adult This is the price same are, as
1: ours that we did uh, last week, yeah. except this is the yeah. in their treatment. Yeah,
0: Yeah, regular adult price for one-day park opera ranges from $154 to $199 Mm -hmm. per person. Mm -hmm. This summer, pass holders and their friends can check out the brand new Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, plus the return of Hyperspace Mountain and Disneyland Forever Fireworks in the Disneyland Park and uh, over at Disney California Adventure. Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind is open. Soren over California has returned. The Tale of the Lion King is performing on the Palisade stage. This offer cannot be combined with any other ticket discount or promotions, and the offer is subject to capacity restrictions and will possibly change without notice.
1: Well, good stuff. I, you know, I, I told you I used it here in Florida to bring a friend when my brother came down. I uh, mm-hmm. brought his family, <laughs> being my friends. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, we have some uh, rumors, John.
0: <laughs> you like that button, don't you? Uh, uh,
1: yes, I do. That's great. All right, let's start uh, in Epcot with some rumors. Uh, A new report has come out that the Imagination Pavilion overhaul or replacement is still very much on the table, but out of the moment as other projects have a higher priority. Uh, Rumors are floating that uh, in relation to the Imagination Pavilion, the much-beloved Rainbow Corridor from the top floor of the pavilion will return, but in a new experience center in the old Odyssey building. In addition uh, to that, the Internet is reporting a rumor that uh, part of the Future World enhancement, we could see Doctor Strange show. What was that beeping? Go ahead. Okay.
0: Uh, uh, I disappeared for a second.
1: It's what?
0: I disappeared for a second. Oh.
1: Uh, Internet sources are reporting that Brazil should break ground before the end of the year and open in 2022. Uh, This is another project that could uh, be announced at the D23 Expo. Multiple sources are saying that Remy's Ratatouille adventure is ahead of schedule. Wow. A little bit. And will open as early as 2020 rather than the spring of 2020. Uh, Guardians Galaxy Coaster has a rumored name you ready? Yep. Infinity universe. Oh, geez. <laughs> but. No, infinite universe. Infinite universe. But there's other names in the running, so let's not get, a, get attached. Why don't we
0: just call it Guardians of the Galaxy?
1: The coaster. <laughs>
0: Gal- yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, the coaster experience. Yeah. Just,
1: <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood Studios rumors. Uh, Hollywood Studios continues to prep for the grand opening of the largest expansion in Walt Disney history, which, of course, is... Pixar? No. Uh. Uh, Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Uh, Disney surprised many this month as they announced that there will be annual passholder previews for Platinum and higher. Uh, no dates have been announced as of yet, but uh, early in mid-August is the expected time frame. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of stuff going on uh, yeah. over at the animal kingdom. Construction continues on the last and final club 33 venue uh, over in the Africa area. So that's uh, good. Uh, nice. On uh, other Disney rumor news, the Disney Skyliner continues its testing on all three lines. Everything's, I think everything's been unwrapped now. I don't think we have anything wrapped anymore. Mm. Uh, There are roughly uh, 300 cabins on the entire uh, Gondola system. Disney has not officially announced an opening date. Uh, I'll I'll give you an opening date. August 28th. Okay. That's my prediction. Good call. Good call. (laughs) That's my prediction. Or sooner. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They've not given an opening date, uh, but uh, we all think it's going to happen before galaxy's edge because yeah. they're gonna they're gonna want to feed the monster
0: yeah that's right Push turn and mini- burn kids.
1: Yeah. uh i think cast members i think we spoke about this last week cast members are now uh running uh the system uh not the construction workers so that's good nice uh let's see uh, oh the upcoming star wars uh, uh, resort does not have a confirmed opening date but construction is well underway on this anticipated but if you drive over you can see the hotel being built the, and yep. I don't mean drive over, but there's a roadway that goes next to the construction that's happening. that get a pretty good view. Mm-hmm. Uh, this hotel would be uh, reportedly unlike anything at Walt Disney World and has been uh, uniquely small. It is only one building and two floors and roughly 100 rooms. Many expect this to be similar to the cruise experience when you book and stay here.
0: Listen, right. if it is
1: only one hundred rooms, they are in some deep caca. I mean, mm. the demand for this hotel is going to be like nothing we've ever seen before. Then, I, that's my prediction. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You're going to want to stay. Was, you're going to want to stay, right? Oh my gosh, yeah, I this, would love to stay. There, there I go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. All right. Uh,
0: so we, we started the show off with a press announcement from Disney talking about the Country Bear Jamboree. And and what really kind of kicked it off is earlier there was another couple of sources online that were talking about the Enchanted Tiki Room going away. So yep. – um, and this is – I want to quote this from Disney because this is hilariously written. Yeah, A little birdie told us there are rumors flying around about our beloved tiki birds at Walt Disney World Resort. Well, sorry that our fans are being fed incorrect information by unscrupulous sources. While two can't play at that game, we deal in facts here at Disney. Although we won't address every rumor, we want to set the record straight, and I'm quoting, there are no plans for our feathered friends to fly the coop at any time soon. Disney is constantly evolving their stories, but the birds will continue entertaining guests at the Magic Kingdom Park, just as they have done since 1971.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, If you want to put a feather in their cap, here are the top five things that you should know. This is like a WW Tiki Room. Yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. Uh, uh, Enchanted Tiki Room uh, by the numbers. That's right. Uh, Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room is home to 88 singing birds and over 225 choreographed audio animatronic performers in total. Walt Disney was inspired to pursue the concept of a singing bird show after seeing a little mechanical bird on a trip to New Orleans. The Tiki Room was originally envisioned as a restaurant with a show, but eventually became the classic attraction that we know today. Because why? Nobody wants to sit underneath a talking bird for an hour and a half.
1: Now, if the birds pooped on you, that would have been funny. I've I've <laughs> seen that, and that
0: is not funny.
1: <laughs> I've had it happen to me, and it's so funny.
0: <laughs> actually, I was having breakfast in Key West once, and an iguana was in a tree. Wow. And let it fly. And wow. thank God that most of it hit one of the uh, um, umbrellas uh. covering the table because the part that didn't hit the table mm. broke dishes and splattered coffee <laughs> and stuff on everybody. It was no bueno. A version of the attraction exists at Disneyland uh, Resort, Walt Disney World Resort, and Tokyo Disneyland. Mm-hmm. While the Walt Disney World Resort attraction has gone through some changes over the years, mm-hmm. does anybody really want to talk about under new management? No. God was so mad he yeah. set that place on fire. That's right. Uh it continues to delight thousands of guests each day. Now, when it comes to Walt Disney World's enchanted tiki room, uh they've been hit uh they've been a hit and they know that uh that fans adore them. So uh why don't you uh join the birds for another chorus? They're t- siestas are getting shorter and And shorter shorter. uh i love that yeah i still love that attraction i hate it under a new management yeah
1: iago was a horrible addition
0: oh man so it was all horrible yeah yeah all
1: right uh if you live in the orlando area this is really specifically for you okay yep uh you can now purchase tickets for two spectacular events at uh, Give Kids the World, coming up. Uh, if you consider yourself a Disney fanatic, then now is your chance to attend two that will feature Disney legends who shape the theme parks, movies, and television, and much more. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best part of, it, of this is that both of these events uh, support Give Kids the World, and uh, they're proud uh, to support Give Kids the World's uh, their Their mission is to provide accommodations across... Orlando theme parks, and so much more to children with life-threatening illnesses uh, and their families. Mm. Uh, so the first event is on July 17th, and this will feature Tom Nabby, Bill Sullivan, and Bill Holscher. Holschler? Holschler? Uh Holscher. Holscher, okay. yeah. On nice. uh, July 17th at 7 p.m., uh, the Give Kids the World Village is hosting Tom, Bill, and Bill. Uh, these men will share their stories of the working uh, Disneyland during their very early years and the impact uh, they've had on the opening of Walt Disney World. Uh, this unique experience is perfect for those who love and appreciate uh, Disney history. Uh, so, uh, Tom Nabby was once the president of Walt Disney World. Uh, Bill Sullivan, I think, also... Uh, no, Bill was the president, I think, Uh, Tom Nabby was the first Tom Sawyer on Tom Sawyer's Island. Oh, wow. And Bill did various jobs, including (coughs) running the preview center at Walt Disney World. Oh, wow. So he goes that far back. (laughs) Wow, back in the day. Back in the day. Uh, Tickets uh, range from anywhere from $35 to $50, depending on if you want a little VIP experience, uh, things like that. Uh, The next event is on August 3rd, and this is going to feature two Disney legends, Paige O'Hare and Linda Larkin. Yes. (laughs) I may go to this. I I don't know who this is. That's Uh, super loud. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, This will be back on August 3rd. One amazing night two iconic Disney princesses. This unique event hosted at Give Kids a World Village will feature Pedro Hare, the voice of Belle from Beauty and the Beast, Linda Larkin, the voice of Princess Jasmine in Aladdin. This event will take place on August 3rd at 5.30 p.m. Attendees who purchase the VIP tickets will even have the opportunity to meet, greet with Pedro Hare and Linda Larkin. Uh, Tickets Mm. for this event range anywhere from 50 to 150. I think the 150... You get uh, they're going to do a thing before the event, a sit down with hors d'oeuvres and cocktails, and then a photo op with mm. uh, them as well. Mm. Uh, if you're looking for tickets, go to eventbrite.com, uh and then do a search for "Give Kids the World" and you'll see both of these events uh, coming up. I I think these are I, if I remember from the Ron Logan one, which I didn't get to attend, I had a conflict. Um, they're held outside, so. You know, be prepared, weather permitting, if it's rainy or something like that. Uh, it mm-hmm. won't be rainy in August, but it'll be a little steamy. Mm. So uh, be prepared for that. Nice. All right.
0: All right. So, guys, you ready for a little headline news?
1: I think so. You ready? Yeah.
0: All right, everybody. Can you believe that Toy Story Land is celebrating its first year anniversary already? No. It's already been a year, kids. I know. Uh, Primeval World at Disney's Animal Kingdom is closed until July 4th. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) The last performance of Mickey's Stational Parade at Disneyland is happening on July 17th. And then you guys get, what, the Main Street Electrical Parade? Mm Mm-hmm. Poor guys. Yep. Uh, The good news is the Disneyland Resort opened the Pixar Pals parking structure on June 30th. So they have all this parking and nobody parking there.
1: Yeah. Well, if you build it, nobody will come.
0: That's right. That's what I heard. (laughs) Uh, Water bottle refill stations are installed at Cosmic Rays in the Magic Kingdom.
1: Yeah. Have you seen these? So it's next to the water fountain. Mm -hmm. You put your bottle, Mm -hmm. get nice, clean water, chill. Nice. I think that's great.
0: Does it taste like Florida water? What do you think? I'm hoping not, but it probably does does. It's Uh, it's the
1: same pipe as the water
0: fountain (laughs) Nice that
1: tastes like dirt
0: Uh, Experiment 626, which is Stitch Cones arrived at the uh, We missed this, John,
1: by a day
0: I I know, by By one day day. Uh, They're only available at the Pilot Apple and I at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort Mm -hmm. Mm. New stroller rentals Are being tested At Disney's Animal Kingdom
1: Have you seen these? No, I have not. All right,
0: you ready? Are they Are they gorgeous? Yeah, show me.
1: Uh, I can't show you, but they're going back to the old style stroller they used really? to have. Yes. The, oh. The piggyback, the front back style. Yeah. Rather than yeah. the double wide. Good. Yeah. Uh, That's great. They have that, and then they're doing one with the seat in the front and the where the kid can then stand in the back. Hmm. So they're doing that. I was like, oh, the strollers are too wide, are they? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. And why at the Animal Kingdom? (laughs) Uh, Because the walkways are so damn narrow. There's there's narrow walkways. Uh, Hey, if you can't get
0: to Disney for July 4th, don't worry. They're going to live stream Disney Celebrate America, a 4th of July concert, in the sky. Nice. A.K.A. a tribute to all the countries in the world, but
1: But mostly mostly America.
0: America. Yeah, it's going to be on July 4th. Yep. Uh, I'm sure that's going to be on Disney Parks' blog, correct? Yes, correct. All right, Beaches and Cream Soda Shop uh, refurbishment is pushed to late August. Nice. So reservations are now open. Uh, souvenir milk jug sippers are now in stock at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge mm-hmm. for those of you who are visiting. Right. Uh, and I'll save that one. The new Disney Skyliner enhancements are coming to the Caribbean Beach Resort, so yeah. that's, that's good.
1: So and- they didn't finish it. They haven't opened it. But they posted a sign that enhancements are coming. I was like, yeah. how about opening it up first? And let us, let us <laughs> Open determine it. what enhancements are needed. Yeah. Open it and then enhance it. Yeah. But what do I know? I'm yeah. just a blogger. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then finally, in news that I'm not really thrilled about, mm-hmm. and I know that some people really are, uh, the Simpsons are going to be coming to D23 <laughs> for 2019.
1: They're crossing the streams.
0: Do we need the Simpsons coming to D twenty three? I mean, I know that we own the we own the intellectual property, but are they really a Disney thing though? This I mean, is
1: a this is a test test one two three test 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 one two three. Yeah. Uh, will fans be so? That begs the question because when I saw this, uh, you know, my first thought is so: is there a day we're gonna see a parade with Mickey, Marvel, and Fox? going down the middle of Main Street.
0: I know we won't be seeing a uh, Simpsons parade going down Walt Disney World anytime soon. Why is that? Same problem. We won't, Same reason we won't be seeing a Marvel parade going down. They're too close to Universal.
1: But we own it now.
0: I get that. We also own Marvel. That doesn't mean that you can see Marvel stuff going down Main Street USA, does it?
1: Yeah, but I don't think there's some kind of contractual agreement that is stopping them.
0: Oh, man. What a cluster magnet. So, yeah. that's your headline news for the week, kids. Let us know what you think. That's yeah. a fascinating thought. Mm. All right. Think about that. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Yeah. All right. You want to read this email?
1: Oh, yeah, sure. Hey, hey, we got an email, which I thought was interesting enough for us to, uh, you know, not every email is interesting, but I thought this was. <laughs> Uh, The email goes like this, Uh, first off, love the podcast, Uh, keep up the good work, we get that all the time, thank you. Uh, This person used to work at Disneyland for about uh, 8 years as a dancer, I find that interesting. I live about 20 minutes from the park and I'm lucky enough to uh, have the premiere pass which gets the Disneyland and the Disney World. Uh, their job takes them from uh, takes them to Florida, anywhere from eleven to twenty four times a year. That's good. So I'm making assumption they're living in California. Right. Uh, anyway, I worked my way up from becoming a perform to a, becoming a performance director uh, for the Disney live shows. So there you go. You can make your way to the top at Disney. Uh, for six years, uh, this person traveled all around the world, maintaining Disney shows. Was the best job ever. Anyway, in the latest update, uh, it was mentioned that Star Wars Land had uh, Star Wars Land may be crowded for the summer. Well, to be honest, it's dead, and Disneyland has lifted all sign-ins for cast members and families for the second time this year uh, because they are not getting the crowds. Uh, I have been in the land two times uh, since it opened, and uh, once in the reservation period, uh, the reservation system for the general public. Uh, has only been used uh, once on opening day and not even the full day. Uh, the weeks leading up to the land uh, opening, the park uh, had been pretty empty. Let's put it to you this way. They went on soaring star tours uh, all within 40 minutes, and that also included the walking time from one park to another. Uh, mm. They, uh, the, the This person and some fellow uh, employees are amazed at how tame the crowds have been I don't think we're going to have the same experience here. I just don't. I'm not. Uh, I don't know where all the people are. (laughs) I don't know either. Uh, I went on the Falcon two times and a half an hour using the single rider line and waited about five minutes each time. Hopefully the crowds will come when the second ride opens and that's the way I think it's going to go. Disneyland is very manageable. Keep up the good work and looking forward to the next podcast. I think that's the twist right now. I think that you know, if I don't live in Anaheim, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to make a trip to Anaheim and then have to go back because the second attraction is going to open. I'm going to wait until you open the second attraction, and then I'll go and make my pilgrimage to the Star Wars Land if if that's where I go for my vacation. And and it's going to be the same thing down here. I don't think – you're not going to come – listen, if it's your year to come or your third – every other third year or whatever – biannual yeah. Or yeah. Here. Then, then fine you'll probably come and you'll probably go but if it's not you're probably gonna wait until the second attraction is open and then yeah. make your trip right. uh to uh, galaxy's edge that's that makes sense man i mean that would be me you know would you come just for one thing and then have to come back
0: uh see so here's the thing uh, I want to ride both attractions, but yeah. the thing about Star Wars Land is that's a little different from Toy Story Land
1: mm-hmm.
0: is there's a whole lot more to do right. and see in toy, in Star Wars Land. Right. So the experience of, of going to the cantina, the experience of getting a lightsaber that might or might not break before I leave the park, which is a whole <laughs> new problem they're having. Um, I don't know. I can't. I can't put myself in that space because I'm. I'm a local. I don't have to put myself in that space. Right. I don't think I would. Uh, I think that the the fear of the crowds mm-hmm. would overwhelm me and keep me away, which is probably
1: yeah.
0: what's going on here. Right. Disney's done such a great job of saying, "Hey, you know, the crowds," and we and we play into that. We yeah. own some of that as well. Mm-hmm. I I totally understand.
1: Yeah, we did a but, uh, a lot of no before you go.
0: Yeah, a yeah. lot of know before you go, and a lot of, hey, be patient, because the writing on the wall said, man, this place is just going to be hammered. Yeah. It's going to be bad. If Toy Story is any, if Toy Story Land right. or or Avatar Land is any yep. inkling of what's going on with Star Wars, mm-hmm. this place is going to be ridiculous.
1: Well, I think that's what everybody was, you know, uh, they knew, well, Toy Story is a big franchise, uh, Avatar, not so big, but... The crowds that came for those, and then just prior to that, the 10-hour wait to get on a Harry Potter attraction, I think everybody's oh, yeah. like, whoa, right. I'm not going to, uh, you know, put myself through that torture. Right. You know.
0: Yep. So. Uh, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting good... to
1: see how they fix that now for Disney World. Right. That'll be fascinating. It's going to be a fascinating
0: experiment to watch. Yeah. I highly agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to add for tonight?
1: No, I think that's it.
0: All right, guys. We appreciate you taking the time to watch live. If you're not doing anything on Monday nights at 8 p.m., come find us at Facebook.com slash uh, Disney – excuse me, Facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, you can also find us on uh, Twitter and uh, – Twitter at Disney Podcaster, and Instagram and YouTube at Disney Parks Podcast I got that out of order so it screwed my tongue up uh, come find us over at DisneyParksPodcast.com where you can find all of our blog articles and our archive as well as links to our amazing sponsors and friends like Destinations to Travel uh, and you can also uh, sign up for our newsletter which we want to encourage you to do that uh, other than that my friends uh, the last thing I would encourage you to do is if you like what we do here and want to support the show come to Patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast and like we always say If we don't see you online, we will see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney
1: Company.